Sir, I beg you, may we come again? Oh, please say yes, sir. Welcome to our Weep There Yet, an exploration in education and anime. I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I'm an anime expert, Dana Hollander. And I'm Brenna McCullough, your anime Eddie Ogden. You know, from Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off, the 2003 oh. Disney Channel original movie. Yes. All I remember about that movie is one of the promotions where one of the actors is like, oh, the only thing I can cook is cereal. <laughs> and that, for some reason, has stuck in my head for 20 years. That's been taking up space up there and you can't Every get it out. once in a while, it just comes to the forefront of your brain and you're like, <laughs> I regularly forget uh, my dad's birthday, but that is stuck in my head. That's still there. You never forget that line. <laughs> Writing like that, that that sticks with you forever. Mm-hmm. Mm, uh, that delicious, delicious uh, promo bumpers. Anyways, <laughs> but, uh, what do we have going on? Today, we're going to watch something special because it's not a great time, so we're going to watch a not a great show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to pretend like I like I Brendan? I, <laughs> Brendan, remember last week? And, no, and I don't. Hamtaro was the most complicated thing we could deal with? Oh. Well, this isn't complicated. I can say that. This is the most base level, simple <laughs> desires the human body can experience, which is just food <laughs> and lust. So we're watching Food Wars. Thank God. Oh, boy. Yeah. Sometimes you need... A nice soft blanket and some quiet music and a moment to relax. That was Hamtaro. This time we're kicking you out the door and we're just doing some dumb shit just <laughs> just to get over it because sometimes you just need, need something so much so much dumber. Uh, so perfect. Here we are. I'll take it. Do we? Yeah. Do either of you know anything about Food Wars? I know uh, one thing about it, mm-hmm. and that's that's it. Just the just the food and the sex, the sexual the sexual connotations. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, this I've only heard about this show from you, uh, uh, based on it being a hentai artist's attempt to break into the mainstream with more orgasmic stuff. <laughs> I'm about it. Reach for the reach for the stars. Yeah, <laughs> I think. I mean, I, I that's as much as I know. It's the guy used to do hentai, and now he does food wars, and that's that's as much information I got. <laughs> but I think it's him doing something he's actually passionate about, food, and using the skill set he already has, which is titties. So like, I love that. Here we are. <laughs> he's doing what he can. Yeah, use the skills you have and grow into who you want to be. Yeah, and this was perfect timing because, uh, like, two days ago, I had a work friend say, like, hey, uh, I just learned you like anime. You should check out Food Wars. I was like, oh, boy, I certainly will. Let me tell you, yesterday, my brother Ben asked me if I had watched Food Wars. Hmm. How crazy is that? I was like, no, but we're watching it for the podcast. I feel Tomorrow, like it's, feel it's like on the about- top of everyone's brain. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was just recently added to Netflix, so people probably logged on and saw it and were like, "What's this?" 
Um, ah, that'll I, probably do it. I know. Mm. I, I had a friend who watched it with his wife, having no context for it at all. And they're like, all right, let's watch this. Some new new anime on Netflix. And like an hour later, it's just like, what the fuck did we watch? I was like, <laughs> oh, you sweet summer child. You went in blind, didn't you? Uh, yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Great. Like, I am interested in it because I I am a, a, a food cook cooker fan. Uh, <laughs> we you consume. We, yeah, we were we were talking about uh, stuff before recording. Uh, Brendan talking about uh, working in kitchens, and in high school, I was a, a fry cook, like kitchen leader for a beach concession stand. So Ew. I. I I love being in kitchens, but my only uh, frame of reference is uh, chicken tenders, clam cakes, and fish and chips, and that's about it. That's nice, all you nice. need. I love yeah. learning new things about my friends. <laughs> I feel like maybe you've mentioned it, but I didn't remember, and that's just, I love that dearly. Little, little teen Patrick Dugan working on a, in a beach stand in Rhode Island. That's oh, so good. The dream. Yeah, if you lived in uh, on Aquidneck Island, you had to have a beach-related high school job. Like, <laughs> before that, I worked as like a, a cabana boy for a different beach oh, my. stuff, and just like setting up umbrellas and chairs for like their rich members. And <laughs> yeah, uh, if you didn't work on the beach, uh, you didn't have a job. Right <laughs> you weren't living. Yeah. Just like how almost every teenager in Santa Clarita has worked at Six Flags, Six Flags Magic Mountain. I can say <laughs> words because they hired people under sixteen. So ah, perfect. Everybody Mine... had that job. I didn't. I almost interviewed for it. Did not do it. The one from my <laughs> town growing up was a retirement community that rivaled a city in its population. So they hired a Oof. lot of underage high school workers. Because what else are you gonna do in the middle of fucking nowhere, Pennsylvania? <laughs> Just Perfect. hang out with some old people. Yeah. Anyway, anime titties and food. Yeah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> so shall shall we dive on in? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hope All you're right. hungry, because we're definitely gonna be thirsty. To say I kind of like this show. Wow. <laughs> I, not I thought it was. I thought it was fun too. I didn't think it was bad. I didn't think Dugan would like it. <laughs> oh, I wasn't gonna tip my hand and give you that. <laughs> I, I was holding that a secret until right this moment. Ooh. It, between this and uh, Dungan and Ropa, this podcast has taught me. I just. I don't understand you or your preference. Like, I, everything I think you would like, you don't. And everything you, I think you won't like, you do. And I'm just like, all right, let's just... Food Wars, here we go. If this is a Knowing Dugan's Taste podcast, I am the winner. Easily. <laughs> yes. Brendan, you your goal is to drive me insane. So yeah, I think true. you have a skewed view of what you pick <laughs> based on that. <laughs> There's a difference of what I think you'll like and a difference of what I think will be good for the podcast. And it's, I'm clearly <laughs> in that frame of mind more. Yeah. This was both. This was both, I guess. I'm surprised. You found it. Yeah. 
Yeah, we'll uh, get into specifics, but like right off at the right at the top, like sort of similar Keijo vibes of they know what they're doing. They know, <laughs> they know yeah. what you're here for. They're not taking it seriously. They're just they're gonna have some fun with it. So well, I had some fun with it too. That's mm-hmm. a, that sounds like we're gonna give Keijo another shot. Nope. No. Nope? Mm. Oh fuck. So good. <laughs> <laughs> just ended. I'm sentimental. We can about respect it, it but we won't go Stay back away to from it. it. <laughs> Respectable distance. Anyway, uh, episode one, we start off with the words disgusting. And then I had a little note here saying, which I feel like will be a good summary of Dugan's review. I was wrong. I was very wrong. <laughs> Shows what I know, me, three hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> Take that. And ah. we see the protagonist. You can tell he's the protagonist because he's got big, red, spiky hair and a scar over his eyebrow for no goddamn reason. It's Kirishima. I just it's remember Kirishima. Kirishima has an eyebrow scar, too. Oh, he does. Wow, this, give him shark teeth. And he has Kirishima. Um, and we see him outside, like, at the back of a restaurant with a little, like, I don't know what those are called. They're, like, little grills, like, little tiny uh, Like Japanese a camping grill. grill. Yeah. And he's just talking about, like, ah, it's disgusting. It's revolting. And we see him cooking squid tentacles with peanut butter on them. And he's eating, he's forcing himself to eat them and saying how gross they are. So, I, he's he's into weird food. He's a masochist. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about the flavor combination, baby. <laughs> you gotta unlock the secrets of the universe. <laughs> and a whole ratatouille in here. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we see uh, he gets called back into the kitchen and uh, he's gotta prepare to start cooking. His friend showed up. And there, and his friend is there to be the judge between the cook-off they're about to do between him and his dad. So they cook her up a fried rice dish, and uh, she's taste testing between Soma, who's the main character, and his dad. And of course, the dad is more experienced, and she goes nuts and chooses the dad. He's the winner. Uh, but after she takes a bite, she gets all hot and bothered and starts wriggling around. So th- that's what happens in this show. Um, yeah. No one worse, can but... ever just have a pleasant meal experience. It's no. either disgusting or I'm ripping my clothes off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's no in between. And um, so the dad starts bragging, saying like, "Ha ha, you lost to me for the five hundredth time." And someone's like, "No, it's four hundred eighty-nine." It's like, "Don't, don't die on that hill there, Soma. It's, <laughs> it's too close." Um, and while they're uh, talking, we see the customers eating all the food, and we see each customer taking a bite, and they're either salivating or pulsating or grind, uh, gyrating and just squirming. <laughs> just squirming. Uh. And uh, we see uh, his friend uh, Miu, who I guess I probably didn't need to write down her name. I don't think she'll ever be seen again. Um, <laughs> comforting Soma, saying, like, oh, it's, it's okay. It's not your fault you lost. He's got plenty more experience and stuff. And he's like, you're right, he does have more experience. Hey, by the way, here's a squid tentacle covered in peanut butter. Why don't you eat it? And I guess trying to like pay her back for uh, making him lose the competition or choosing uh, his, his dad over him. Uh, so he force feeds her a squid tentacle covered in peanut butter. And then we cut to a scene of a squid just violating her, surrounded by peanuts. Here that we man, go. That's it. Uh, yeah, not not the greatest part of the show. Yeah, I don't love these ones. These yeah. ones I could do without. But I, I thought mm-hmm. it'd be like a little more tongue in cheek of like you see the tentacles and then you see like her legs or something and it does like an implication or something. It's like no, we see like 
a squid's grabbing her and like the parts of the body the squid touches her clothes dissolve off and it's like wow we're like five minutes in man like wow and and uh weird all of his weird combinations involve squid i wonder if it's for just this part (laughs) so far yeah i can't can't (laughs) deny that so yeah uh and then we see his dad come out saying like ah that's a bad dish you made Bitch, please. I've made so much worse dishes that taste like fucking garbage. And it's him and his dad, someone and his dad just bragging about how bad they make. So they brag about how good their food is when it's good and how bad it is when it's bad. Like, because they're doing I love it, it intentionally. Yeah. yeah, they've got the whole breadth of the, the palate. Terrible yeah. to fantastic. <laughs> yeah, their whole thing with the restaurant is like creativity and uh, trying new things and combinations. So they're like, we take some wild ass swings. If it works, great. But otherwise, we're eating some fucking disgusting shit. <laughs> We've all put some barbecue sauce and some instant ramen. We've all been there. Oh so, no! no. <laughs> okay. It oh didn't, god! Not much happened. That you could really it, the, all the salt and brine really boiled out the barbecue sauce. You couldn't even taste it. Oh, but, okay. Hey, when you're a poor college student, you eat what's in the cabinet. <laughs> yeah. And then we get the intro, and it's a pretty standard intro, uh, to, like different montages of like all the characters, and there's a lot of fucking characters, and mm-hmm. I'm not writing those names down. Um, nope. <laughs> and just montage of them cooking with food and stuff. So, and we come back. Soma is working with his dad, and it looks like they're wrapping up for the night, like cl- winding down shop wise, and uh, Soma's focusing on. Uh, what he should have done better. He's like, oh, I could have done this. Or if I uh, if, if I flipped the rice three more times, it would have been better. It's like, I, I'm not great at cooking, but I don't think that matters. And Well, what uh, do you know? Not much. I put barbecue sauce and ramen noodles. <laughs> I, I have no opinion. Um, and as he's talking to himself, we see a big group of people walk in. And I don't think we ever learned her name. So I just called her Tig Old Bitties. Because she's just, just titties out. That's what she's Pop. got. <laughs> that that's her main character trait. Oh, she's also shitty. So she's shitty too. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh, I got it. <laughs> I so, made myself I made my, laugh. <laughs> guys. I'm here for me. I don't care about the listeners. <laughs> and uh, she comes in talking to Soma, saying like, "Ah, oh, we meet again." I was like, "All right, I guess they've talked before." And. Uh, it's her with just like three, three Secret Service looking dudes in suits and sunglasses, and they have no agency whatsoever. And Soma uh, shuts her down right away when she starts talking. Basically, like, "Hey, lady, I don't give a shit what you're here for. Get, get on out of my shop." Um, and we find out that she's some sort of real estate mogul or something who's trying to buy out all of the small, small businesses around the area so she can build out an apartment complex. Great, we love it, and. She's talking about how all the small businesses are struggling, and you know if you're ever, if you're ever thinking like maybe getting out of the game, maybe give me a call. And she gives her Soma a business card, and he takes the business card and it just drops it on that little like, uh, little small Japanese grill he had out back and just burns it in front of her. He's like, yeah, no, fuck you, fuck you mm. and your real estate. So I'm gonna say I think this sets up a really interesting story, and it is not what the show is about. <laughs> Which yeah. was a little disappointing. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll we'll get to it uh, at the end of this episode. But uh, yeah, it doesn't quite pay off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the D plot is more interesting than the front of the mill school anime. <laughs> uh, Shocking. <laughs> 
And uh, so he burns her card and basically kicks her out of the restaurant. So then we cut to the next day. Soma's walking home after buying some groceries. And he gets a call from his dad saying, Hey, keep the shop closed for the day. I'm going to be going on a business trip for a day. And, uh, hey, Soma, what do you plan on doing after school? Soma's like, I don't know. I've been working for you since I was like five. So probably keep doing that because it's the only skills I have. And then as soon as he says that, his dad just hangs up. He doesn't even, like, respond. It's like, oh, sh- cool, shitty dad. <laughs> um, and uh, then Soma uh, wonders, what's what's something big enough to make his dad close the shop? Because it, it happens so rarely. And uh, that's when he starts realizing, he's like, huh, I guess I don't know that much about my dad or what he does in his off time or anything about his past. I was like, hey, dude, is this your dad? <laughs> Were you kidnapped? Because, <laughs> like. Are you okay? I don't know everything about my dad's past, but I know some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Soma comes back to the shop, and he goes in through the back door and sees that all the meat in storage is just ruined. It's all thrown on the ground and taken out so it got warm and rotted. And it's covered in salt, and everything's tarnished. And when he runs out front, he sees the sign up front of the shop get covered in paint. And that's when we see... Shitty titties walk up, oh, <laughs> and she's like, "Wow!" She's like, "Well, well, well, what do we have here?" Hmm, interesting. And she's like, "Well, I guess if you're here, you're open for business, and I guess if you're open for business, I want a big old steak." Because yesterday he said if he ever had to turn away a customer because he couldn't fulfill a request by them, he would close up shop forever. Also, so she- um, excuse me, she didn't ask for a steak; she asked for a. Big, thick cut of meat. Juicy meat. (laughs) Sorry. You're correct. It was just a very ambiguous, just big haunching piece of meat. No real specification. (laughs) We're just leaning into this vocabulary this episode. I mean, how can you not? It's what it is. It's the monster Masume of food. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, guys. Hmm. We might be on. Hold on a second. <laughs> monster Mafoom May? Ah, there it is. When you get a monster girl and she's just a snack. Mwah. And. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, Soma said yesterday if he was ever not able to fulfill a customer's request, he would just close up shop forever. So she's kind of calling him out on that, knowing he doesn't have any meat uh, back in storage. So this is when we get that uh, over the top moment of. Uh, Soma taking his head, uh, headband off his wrist, which he, he keeps wrapped around his wrist at all times, but it's like four feet long, so it's like a long-ass cloth. So yeah, he just has me. a mummy arm for most of the show. <laughs> but like, if you wrapped it up entirely and it was more mummy, it'd be fine, but it's just like a wristband, so it's just around his wrist, but it's just like four feet long. It bugs the hell out of me. It's a weird <laughs> it's character It's all about design. the flare. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> this ain't TGI Fridays. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Do you uh, consider TJI Friday's flair? Yeah, they got little buttons and shit on them. I've seen Office Space. <laughs> <laughs> so he takes the headband off and he wraps it around, and now he's serious. And we get a cooking montage of uh, you know the the gang, the group that walked in, being like, "What is he cooking? We destroyed all the food. Like, how can he cook anything?" And she, we see him still cooking, and he's he's working up something. And then we see Soma comes out with a pseudo pork roast. By, and he goes and saying, like, ah, you might be wondering how I made it without any good meat in the back. Well, I took a potato and some bacon I bought for breakfast tomorrow, and I wrapped the potato up, and the lady's like, yeah, 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 I don't care. And I was like, oh, thank you. Thank you for cutting him off before he goes to his <laughs> speech. Because I'm just like, it's it's too early in the first episode for this fucking 
narrative, this monologue. But so he sets down the pseudo pork roast and she's she's flustered already. She says she wanted a meat dish and nothing else, not this pseudo meat dish. He's saying there's no value in a dump in a shop like this. Like this, this store has nothing to offer to anyone. Why why bother keeping up and running? And he, so, Soma basically challenges her to like eat up or shut up. Like either take a bite or get the fuck out. And she's, without even touching it, she's already making a lot of weird moaning noises of just like, uh, 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 and it's just like, (laughs) it's excessive before she's even taken a bite. And then uh, she cuts into it, takes a bite of the pseudo porkers, and just straight up comes in her pants. (laughs) Like just instantly orgasmic level of, you know, reaction. Like, there's no want, two ways about it. <laughs> I want crispy bacon-wrapped potato. I'm sure it's good. Yeah. I've never <laughs> had delicious. This, I've never had this visceral reaction to anything I've put in my mouth. See, <laughs> like, when you didn't <laughs> want that explanation of the food, but I loved it. Because I was like, I, I can do that. I want to make I could this. Do, wait, 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 I could do that. <laughs> it seems so simple. I'm sure if you looked up pseudo pork roast from Food Wars Recipe. Oh, yeah, it's definitely out there. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure it's just there was, like, so much going on in this first episode. I'm just like, not now. Just just save it for episode (laughs) two, man. Like, I just, I need a breather room. (laughs) I don't need more exposition. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, she just loses her mind after she takes a bite. And uh, so so, uh, Soma calls her out for enjoying the meal. And he starts going into the whole process saying, like, oh, I cooked the onions and the uh, mushrooms i diced them up and mixed them together and complimented and like he goes in a lot of detail i'm dumb i'm not gonna repeat it um <laughs> so the whole time he's talking though she's like squ- you can see her squirming in her chair like she can't contain it this pork the pseudo pork is just so good let me tell you something mm-hmm. i'm gonna talk about like he's 15 Right. And that sucks so much because his, <laughs> his, like, energy of, like, oh, you want another bite is, like, immaculate. <laughs> I love that, like, really good teasing shit. And I'm just like, you're a child. Stop Please it. don't. <laughs> I, think, I think it's, like, episode three. There's a scene where the character where it's like, I can't believe you're already 13. I was like, uh-oh. Uh-oh, oh, no. Oh, oh, no. no. Stop. Whoops. <laughs> Stop right there. And then there's, like, a time skip where she's, like, 15 now. I was like, this ain't better. The same Still bad. bad. <laughs> Still bad. Um, yeah, it's it's like we talked about a little like uh, before the episode started about like Gurren Legon where Yuko is like 14. And it's like, why? Why though? Like, I understand why? it's aiming for the demographic you're looking for. So like One Piece starts off, all the characters are like young teens. And then there's a time skip because their demographics aged with the series and stuff. So like I get you're targeting your demographic by making them the main characters age. But like, yo. Why it's so horny and they so young? Who's the target audience for this? <laughs> like, like, if you're going to be like, let's make a horny as fuck cooking show, like, just aim at, like, d- adults. Like, just, that's like, fine. Please. You can just make it a college cooking school. Yeah. <laughs> and then that just fixes it. It blows my mind, like, because anime has become so ubiquitous now. Like, why isn't there more college stuff where it's not as creepy for it to be as sexual? Because mm-hmm. everyone's yeah. adult in that. So, yeah, just, yeah. It's he's he's <laughs> so much really doming this uh, shitty titty lady with his food. Oh god! <laughs> hey, I'm leaning into this. We've really lingered on this scene. Let's move on. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, so he, uh, 
he says, like, oh, well, if you're going to be an asshole and still try and, like, uh, sell me out of this place, I'm going to just take this food away and just throw it away. She's like, no, 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 I promise, I promise I'll, I'll stop trying to get you out of this uh, shop. I'll promise to stop trying to take your land. And he's like, all right, well, if you promise, then I guess you can finish it. And when he puts it down, there's, like, an aroma tornado that swirls around it for a second and, like, hits everyone at once. I was like, what the fuck's happening? <laughs> like, I get it's all hyperbole and stuff, but, like, it's just, like, insane to watch. And so, yeah, her and her gang dig into the pseudo pork roast again. And, yep, here's the scene that just all their clothes explode off and they're all just naked. And, like, we see, like, <sighs> just writhing. We just writhing, but we that, see also. That's the best way we can put it. They're writhing. <laughs> but we also okay. see the juices from the pseudo pork roast, like, spraying out from the guy's it's crotches. Like, it's, it's so graphic and dancing on that line of, like, can they get away with this or not? Um, but I guess Food Wars has like three seasons or something, I guess, and like hundreds of chapters, so I guess so. Oh, they're on season five now. <laughs> See, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, when I was looking it up, I was like, huh, what? <laughs> <laughs> so after they're finished, they're, like all, all four of the gang members are just like on the ground, just, yeah, writhing. Um, and like <laughs> the one lady just is actually screaming. Like, I feel bad for the uh, voice actors uh, for the English and dub, but she's just, like, acting just, ah! Like, it's not pleasurable. It's just screaming at the top of her lungs. <laughs> I got a really good laugh out of that. <laughs> um, so cut to the next day. Soma's outside cleaning the paint off the sign when his dad comes home, and his dad says, uh, hey, so, cool, you're cleaning up the sign. Um, we're gonna shut down shop for a couple of years. And uh, I'm going to go help out a buddy of mine that I was talking to yesterday. I'm going to move to a different country. See ya. So I was just like, what the fuck? What? What? Uh, what? Dad? Hey, Dad? Uh, hey, Dad? Uh, father figure? Hey, parent <laughs> who I rely on? Can you uh, uh, walk me through help? the process a little bit more? No? Okay, cool. Great. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> See ya. This is when I went from like, oh, his dad's like a fun, like, buddy-buddy competitive sort of character to his dad fucking sucks. <laughs> Like, this is just a shitty father. Hey, like, things are so getting too hot in this country. I gotta go lie low. I, I gotta bail. <laughs> but I, uh, if I give you any details, they'll find me. So, uh, bye. <laughs> Basically. His dad is so hot, though. <laughs> I've restrained myself from talking about it this long. You, He's <laughs> so hot. You got your bias. You're aware of it. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, his dad's just like, yeah, a buddy asked me to help out with the job. I'm going to go do that job for a while, and then when I come back, we can reopen the shop. That, that's it. <laughs> so it's just like I did the whole thing where I saved, I saved the family business like yesterday from the rivals. What the fuck? Like I did all that work. And his dad's basically just like, yeah, tough shit. You're going to school, which I hope he's been going to up till this point, but we don't really know. Um, Not that fake ass bullshit school where it's just math. like numbers and math. It's <laughs> cooking school. It's cooking school. <laughs> And, yeah, we get uh, cut to a shot of him. His dad also says, like, I just got home, and I'm packing my things, and I'm going to leave immediately. I'm like, you won't even spend a day with your son. Like, he no. hates this kid. Tough and, love. Uh, we see, I guess, the next day, Soma's walking to school, and he's annoyed, and he's seeing people freak out as he's walking around. He's like, oh, what's the big deal? And he gets to the school, and we see it's literally on a mountaintop. Like, there's no exaggeration for how over-the-top this school is. And it's the elitist of the most elite cooking schools. And all the people we see that were freaking out are super rich kids who weren't getting in, and their parents were trying to buy their way in and stuff. 
and uh, we get a voiceover from his dad saying, like, yeah, even less than 10% even graduate from the school. And in my mind, that's a very shitty school. Yeah, they should close this school. <laughs> it's, it shouldn't be a competition. You should try and get everyone to graduate. That's the point of education. <laughs> so then we get the ending, which is just a, various montages of naked people and food, which that's the show. Yep. So yep. after the credits, we get a little post credit scene, uh, different shots of a school, and then we see a girl in a white robe, like a white gi, sitting underneath a waterfall. And, yeah, it's water and white clothing. Some titty and ass shots right there. And as she's sitting under the waterfall, she gets hit in the head with a jukebox. And then it cuts to her at the cooking school spitting out, like, soup broth at a guy and dumping it on his head saying, like, oh, this is vile. This is, like, it tastes as if I was hit in the head with a jukebox. It's like, oh, that was just her visualization of what she was tasting. And he's bowing beneath her, like, apologizing, and we see everyone else around her with, like, other dishes they are waiting for her to taste. So, uh, she's hot shit. She's head honcho at this school. And that's episode one. Yes. Great. We pick up in episode two, uh, with that scene, teachers, uh, drinking more broth, having, like, a nice fantasy of being in, like, a, a hot spring. She looks, and there's a gorilla there. And she's like, oh, this broth is, it, it feels like I'm bathing with a silverback. This is disgusting. You fail. Um, so. Um, actually, it was a western lowland gorilla. <laughs> okay. Oh, we got a Jane Goodall over here. <laughs> I would love the to notes Jane in the dub. Literally said, also known as a silverback. So fuck shit, off. shit. Oh, this is the episode I watched. Song. Fuck. <laughs> uh, the one yeah, time. Sorry. So uh, Soma arrives. He's feeling a little out of place. He's like, oh, all these kids are so rich. They're all buying their way in. I don't know how my dad got me this place this isn't for me i'll I'll leave the country lowly diner kid uh so he calls his dad talks to him uh his dad took a job in new york city working at a fancy hotel where everyone is desperate to eat his food he is like world renowned outside of his small cafe so (laughs) um but yeah, so he's like, yeah, I'll I'll be here. I owe a buddy a favor, so I I just got to do some cooking. So um yeah, uh, uh I uh, uh, if you want to beat me one day, I guess you have to stick to the school. So Soma's like, "Oh, fuck you. I'm going <laughs> to beat your ass, old man." <laughs> and just <laughs> reverse psychology's him to actually follow through and go to the school. Um real real quick, I want to point out his dad's like on a balcony overlooking New York City because that's where he is now and he takes a, a squid tentacle off of like a little girl he has and puts it in his mouth like a cigarette as he over like looks over the city and I'm like I hate that but god damn it do I respect that they made that choice <laughs> oh, you never smoke some calamari <laughs> but it's Delicious. like is this mm, way we can smooth. have a smooth <laughs> ah, Marlboro calamari. <laughs> but a little is it, something to take the edge off. This way they can get around the censors of like, ah, it's not a cigarette, but it still has that feeling of he's smoking a cigarette. They're worried about censors? Like, I don't know. Like, it might, <laughs> they might be getting around it. I don't know. Yeah, everything else the censors like, hmm, yeah, uh, titty, uh, tentacle, uh, porn, great, great. Oh, cigarette. Oh, nope, I, nope, nope, nope. Smokers are jokers. <laughs> <laughs> 
but yeah, so Soma uh, <laughs> invigorated to kick his dad's ass, uh, <laughs> he commits to the school. Um, so he's walking through a courtyard. He sees a boy sitting on a bench. He's like, Oh, hey, you're also new here. Cool. Great. Uh, uh, yeah, let's, let's be friends. Uh, so I am the son of like a food magnate. Uh, that kid over there's dad owns 80 restaurants. Basically, everyone is an heir to a food empire in some form of another. Uh, what's, what's your food empire? What are you going to take over? And someone's like, Yeah cafe diner and then the kid kicks him over and is like you scum of the earth i can't even breathe the same air as you heathen pleb but uh yeah uh working in a kitchen someone's like yeah i can kick your fancy boy ass and scares him away um but yeah so uh everyone is super duper connected except for soma maybe his dad seems like he has secrets. <laughs> but Yeah, like you would think that his dad like if he said his dad's name, which is the name of the restaurant, people would be like, Oh shit, your dad's that guy? But Yeah. Hmm. I feel like his dad is like Wolverine in the movie Logan where he's like the oldest like he goes away, has a kid, and it, like comes back and's like, This is my apprentice. And like no one knew where the best chef in the world was for Fifteen years. <laughs> I was retired, kid. Yeah. <laughs> brought me back in. I was out. <laughs> I need you for one more beef wellington. <laughs> oh, as soon as I get out, they suck me back in. <laughs> uh but yeah, so they go uh he goes into the transfer exams, uh where just Every student is gathered, ready to uh, get judged, and the judge is third-year Irina Nakiri, and uh, she has a simple task for them. All the kids have to bake a, or just make a dish featuring eggs, and if it impresses her, they get in. If it doesn't, they are banned forever. (laughs) And everyone runs out of the room except for soma because he's like oh egg dish cool great i got i got it and then someone's like no you don't understand that's arena she has the god tongue god tongue <laughs> hate that <laughs> yeah Love the that. Worst. <laughs> but she has like the most refined palate known to man and if you don't impress her. The hardest person to impress on the planet. Uh, you, d- you don't get to go here. So everyone runs away. Uh, but Arena's Ar- like, oh yeah, no one, no one can, no one can stand up to me. I guess I'll just retire early today. And Soma's like, no, oh, so I can just start whenever, right? <laughs> and she's like, you, you dare to try to impress me with the thing i asked you to do he's like we yeah. did impossible we did have a very sensual scene between uh the both of the two girls here gay. before so much shows up i yeah i had to check that off on the gay bingo card yeah <laughs> yeah it, wow it didn't really factor in so i was just gonna skip over it um but yeah so but it was a fun gay moment <laughs> But yeah, so uh, Soma is the only person to accept the challenge, and uh, both of the students are like, "Ah, oh, he 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 can't do it. We're we're fine dining professionals, being middle school students." 
Yeah, about that. It's a good so, point. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, he gets to cooking. He's uh, has a bunch of dishes going and a bunch of pots on the stove that they can't see in. So they're like, "What? What? What? He's he's too confident. What? What is he doing?" So he's like, "All right, I'll I'll clue you in. I can." I can uh, tell you a secret menu item from our diner restaurant. I'm making a basic rice and egg dish. And they're like, are are you kidding? (laughs) We said you have to impress us and you have peasant food? Yes. Garbage. (laughs) But yeah, so uh, he serves it up. It's uh, 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 furikake rice, which is just like a, a... prepared dried seasoning dish that you mix eggs and rice in and it's very common so they're like uh you might as well serve us the boxed ramen because uh it's that common so uh (laughs) we see a mysterious man listening through the door Ooh, Uh, a little hint for later um but (laughs) i uh, just figured out who it was sorry go on (laughs) wow i'm an idiot don't mind me uh so uh, he's like, oh, but this isn't any normal furikake rice. It's transforming furikake rice. So, so he serves up just a little cup of egg. It just looks like scrambled egg. And they're like, this is the most basic child shit ever. What the fuck do you <laughs> think you're doing wasting our time? And he's like, pour it on the rice. <laughs> and so they do and then uh underneath there are like gelatinous cubes of like uh chicken broth that like when it hits the hot rice it melts in and mixes together so they're uh the judges are like holy shit this is beautiful it truly does transform on the plate in front of you as it just absorbs and gets gooey and mixes all the egg and stuff in so uh He's he's like, all right, mm, go for it. And she's like, okay, this is some peasant shit, but you have my interest. I'll give it one bite. And she takes it, and it's the most delicious thing she has ever tasted. And Shocking. Uh, again, <laughs> orgasmic moment. Uh, <laughs> we've lingered a long time on the first one, so you get it. Um, but yeah, uh, so uh, we, uh, she's freaking out on the inside. Uh, she goes in for a second bite, and Soma's like, uh, I'm, 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 I'm sorry. Did, excuse me. Uh, I, I thought, uh, based on your rules, it was just the one bite, but um, it seems someone wants more. <laughs> And oh she's my god. Like um <laughs> no, it's um I need a, a fair criticism and uh, uh takes another bite, freaks out again and then only responds by saying disgusting. She's what a, a liar. Am I right, boys? Huh. <laughs> oh. Classic. What is sure. it when you have blue balls <laughs> for your tongue? What? What is it when you want to eat something again, but someone won't let you? Like he's doing uh, you. I don't know. A teasing menu. Oh. Not, not a tasting menu. A te- uh, it didn't quite work, menu. but I'll... I'll uh, I I'm like sure. it. No, that was good. <laughs> I was thinking tongue balls. Start, so start of the mind. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> 
but yeah, so uh, 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 she's like, nope, can't do it. You dare challenge me. You're arrogant. You serve me peasant food. This is a fine dining establishment. You will not come here. So um, uh, she goes back to her office, calls uh, to the headmaster, and is like, no one passed. We have no new students. Nope. Don't check me on that. And uh, <laughs> we see like the, his failing grade uh, uh, into the filing system. But in the post-credits scene, we see that oh. old man walk into the kitchen, try the dish, and he crumples up that failing paperwork. He has the real power. And that's where we he end episode two. Yeah, and he has abs. <laughs> Ripped that, grandpa. Yep. The, the phone call at Foxy the end. Foxy grandpa. <laughs> The phone call at the end bothered me because it's like, she's got the god tongue. That's why she's on like the school council and that's why she's like the most prestigious. And she calls up and is like, hey, grandpa, I don't like this kid. I was like, nepotism. She ain't got <laughs> shit. Fuck that. <laughs> Her grandpa's the director of the academy. Fuck this shit. Uh, all right. Episode three. Haven't touched on it. I watched episodes two and three dubbed and it's um bad. Um, <laughs> anyway... It's snowing. Cute. Um, a train arrives at a station, and there's a cute girl named Megami, and she's getting on the train. She's leaving her hick family for the city. <laughs> they all have bad southern accents, because that's the only thing America knows how to do <laughs> when, how, when characters country. live in the country. Yeah. yeah. Rural? Um, uh, make it so we understand rural. <laughs> yeehaw. Yeehaw this fuck. Um... <laughs> But so she is, like we like we mentioned earlier, she's the 13-year-old. She's leaving to do the middle school program of this cooking academy. Um, and she's off. Uh, she's, like, so excited. The world is her oyster. And then we find out that she's doing really bad. She, like, completely failed her first year. She's on, she's on thin ice, but she's still there for high school. Academic probation. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, and then we see some cherry blossoms so we know what that means it's the first day of school <laughs> uh, it's the opening ceremony and it's like the whole freshman class um, and uh, Arena is brought to the stage because she's like already like the student representative because nepotism and also mm -hmm. god tongue <laughs> um, and the boys love her uh, and I bet they don't do it in the show yet, but God, how many dirty jokes can you make about a girl with a god tongue? I, I was kind of waiting for that, yeah. Come on. <laughs> this season's young. We'll get there. <laughs> we got five more. And it is the first of many. <laughs> um, and then the Academy director comes out to speak, and it is Arena's grandpa, and everyone is afraid of him. Um... <laughs> And he gives a speech, and he essentially congratulates everyone for making it this far, and he talks about everything they've learned. But now, in the high school program, is the challenging part, because you're here to see if you can actually make it as a chef. And he says that last year's freshman class started at 812 students, and only 76 moved on to the second year. To which, again, I say, this school should be closed. This is a <laughs> shitty school. 
with such a low success rate. It's like it's like when teachers are like, my class is really hard. Some of you might not pass. And it's like, bitch, then you're not doing your job. Don't be <laughs> proud of that. Yeah. Like, I get it if it is like an elite program like this. But if it's like, hey, this is homeroom 101. Some of you won't make it. It's like, oh, uh, uh, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> well, what's the point? I mean. If you're a cook and you make a lot of food and you're like, my food is challenging. Most of my customers die. It's like, you're a bad cook. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not a good thing. <laughs> but yeah, um, a lot of these things, it's like, hey, uh, I had one off day. My cut of meat wasn't perfect. You fail forever. Goodbye. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, and then I loved this. He essentially said, may the odds be ever in your favor. <laughs> Basically. Um. Uh, and then he said, study hard, cook hard. Um, and then Irina is like backstage thinking to herself, she's like, if you can make it to graduation, your life is set. And I'm confident that I'm going to be the best chef of all time. Because of um, Yep. And then there's a girl on stage and she, you like hear her in the background. She's like talking about how they're welcoming one transfer student. Um, and Irina is like, oh. I guess somebody else accepted someone? That's weird. I didn't let anyone through. And who is it? But Soma! <gasps> no. Because her grandpa let him through without her permission because he matters. <laughs> um, He's an employee. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he introduces himself to everybody and he's like, it's nice to meet you all. Um, I'm going to be the best cook here, so fuck all of you guys. Um, I cool? love that. that Very chill? Bakugo. <laughs> Declaration of War. Yeah. Um, and everybody gets really mad. And then he goes off stage and sees Arena. And he's just like, he's like a really nice guy. Someone's just a really nice kid. His dad may be shitty, but I guess he raised him well. Because <laughs> he's just nice to her. Like, he's just like, oh, how was my speech? Like, I was nervous. I get nervous to talk in front of people. How was it? And she was just like, why are you here? I failed you and he's like well i got an acceptance letter in the mail i was really surprised because you said my food was so bad but now i'm here so i mean if he says quoting if something tastes good just own up to it and i said i wrote their tension is great too bad they're 15 (laughs) (laughs) because it's so good like he's just like you didn't have to lie to me sweetheart and it's like ah um (laughs) Anyway, uh, <laughs> I feel like you get the audience is getting to know me too well now. <laughs> to take a Peek step behind back. the curtain. <laughs> um, and then she tells him, like, I don't approve of you being here. This must have been a mistake because, like, the kids who are here now that went here for middle school, they have had so much training. You didn't have any. And he's just like, I started cooking when I was three and I've been, like, working at it since so i mean why do i need school training if i've been working in the field um got that hands-on experience yeah and he says that he swears that he will make arena say that his food is delicious ah a challenge um and then we see yeah we see her grandpa like eavesdropping outside of the (laughs) tent they were in that's just like gospel bitch um and then we see uh, some girls walking to class and they're like looking around for Megami, but she isn't with them because she's sulking in the field. 
She's like, oh, I'm not doing well at school, but I don't want to let my family down. I'm just going to like lay low, do my best and avoid this new kid. But she was paired with him in class. Oh, oh no. Of course. Wah, wah. Oh, real um, quick. I like mm-hmm. the panning shot of the orientation where we see like all of the students and it's all just like various shades of brown for hair color. And then there's just a patch of girls that look like a bag of Skittles. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> I wonder if they'll be relevant. If, yeah. Ah, the punk chefs. <laughs> God, please. That one girl has like her knife and a holster on her thigh. Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and then they're in the kitchen. Uh, everyone's, every, everyone is like in chef's whites. And then he's like in his casual fry cook clothes. It's great. And everybody just hates him. Um, but again, being the nice boy he is, he tries to get to know Megami, and he's like, oh, you seem really nervous, like, what's wrong? And she's like, well, I'm, like, really close to failing, and I'm scared, and he's like, then why are you here? (laughs) Shit. Which, yeah. (laughs) Not very nice, but also, like, he didn't mean it. It's a fair point, Um, (laughs) Yeah. Um, and, like, everyone is just staring daggers at them, and she's like, how does he not notice it? Um, and then the teacher gets there, a French guy named Professor Chappelle. <laughs> I put in my Dave notes. Chappelle. I put in my notes when he shows up and starts talking. I was like, oh, I didn't know we were going to Ultimate Muscle. These accents, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Je m'appelle Chappelle. <laughs> we are going to go get a French man. <laughs> it's, oh. it's so over the top. Be our guest. Yes. Um... <laughs> So um, he, like, starts his spiel, and he's like, if you give me a dish that isn't worth an A, it's a failure. If you ain't first, you're <laughs> last. Um, and Megami is freaking out because uh, she doesn't want to fail out of school, and she tells uh, Soma that all of... No, I think he says this. No, she says all of his students failed last year, uh, and 18 flunked from just his lectures. Um, and they also say that he never smiles, which is the title of the episode. Um, and then it's time to cook, and they're making some French meat dish. Um, and Megami is like, well, like, Soma must be pretty talented, because he's here, so I'm gonna try and, like, be confident in his ability. And then he's like, I've never heard of that. What? What is that? But he's ready to give it a try. Yeah, um, he, so he casually cooking. ambles over to the whiteboard. He's like, ah, oh, so it's huh. meat-based. <laughs> she's like, oh, fuck, okay. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they're cooking, and Megami, she puts the meat in the pot to simmer, and she's, like, staring at it intensely, counting down the minutes. But Soma is just happy to be there. He's like, look at all these spices. <laughs> <laughs> the spice rack's enormous. <laughs> I love it. Um... And then uh, Megami goes to start plating, and then we see some bad boys, some nasty boys, and they, they're smirking. Um, and Soma gets back to the station and sees that the lid of the pot has been inched over ever so slightly, so, like, the steam is escaping the pot. Um, and he's like, hey, did you do this? And she's like, no, it has to be simmering. And then the ne'er-do-wells, they're like, hee-hee, your meat's ruined. <laughs> I love when they actually um, have to record any, like, snickering noise, like, <laughs> like for, like, one scene. <laughs> well, the big, uh, bigger thing of them is they uh, 
added just a fistful of salt on top so of it. So much meat. salt. Yeah, they take the lid off and they see that it's just covered in a mountain of salt. Um, but they can't start over because they only have 30 minutes. Uh, and Megami is just like, oh, I'm going to let my family down. And then Soma just grabs some backup ingredients and he's like, here we go. Let's just start over. It's fine. Ding, ding, round two. Yeah. Um, and then the bad boys are confident that Soma and Megami will fail. But their food is ready before the bad boys. What? How can this be? Nothing. Oh. Uh, they take it to the professor and the meat is perfectly tender. Um, and he's like, I noticed your trouble earlier. <laughs> how, how can this be? I mean, uh, Dana, that is probably a better accent. You're giving it too much credit. Like, Thank you. Thank you so much. Wow. Um, <laughs> so French is time. not in my repertoire, but <laughs> it I'll wasn't in it. this voice actress. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Soma explains that they used honey. Uh, I didn't write down the like chemical reaction or anything like that because I was like, that's ah, too much. Yeah, um, basically, it, there's it, like somehow, enzymes yeah. that will like tenderize it and make it cook a little faster. Yeah. Um. So, uh, he explains that he knew about it because he read when he was a kid that pineapple juice does the same thing, but they didn't have any pineapple juice, so he was testing it with other stuff and honey. Mm. Uh huh, honey. Um. <laughs> Um, so he's like, Megami, take a bite. And she takes a bite. And she has a weird food vision <laughs> of, um, bees with Soma's face pouring honey all over her. D- great. Um, <laughs> Hate it. And yeah, the, the, uh, the has- honey dripping visuals were, um, not excellent. Except- just bit much. Yeah, just yellow liquid pouring down her legs. It's like, mm, maybe <laughs> don't. Ugly, bad. Uh, well, hey, they're covering their bases. <laughs> Every fetish uh, gets addressed. Everybody gets one. Um, <laughs> and the professor is having the same vision, and he smiles! <gasps> and everyone's like, what the fuck? He has teeth! Uh, <laughs> whoa! Um, and they get an A, and then he's like, but, oh, sorry, but, <laughs> I wish I could give you a higher grade. Um... And the other students are like, what? What? This this hick and this fry cook kid? What the hell? Um, And then the bad boys, they were paying too much attention to that. And they burned their sauce and then, in their commotion, knocked some salt in. (laughs) (laughs) Ha ha. That's karma. And they fail. Um, And then we see some kids in another class uh, that we saw in the crowd during the opening ceremony. It's a fat kid and then a blonde kid. Um, And they did well. But the blonde kid is upset because he wanted to be in a class with Soma because he wants to destroy him. (laughs) The rival. Um, And then Megami thanks Soma for helping her. And he's like, yeah, no problem. We should definitely cook together again. Anyway, you want to try a new dish? Honey Honey covered squid. (laughs) <laughs> and he puts it in her mouth, and she has a terrible squid vision. I had a note saying, I think the honey, like, food vision is the worst one we've seen so far. And then we got to this, I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot entirely about the squid ones already. <laughs> yep. This is both. Yep. <laughs> Can we take uh, the pleasant version and make it a nightmare? <laughs> absolutely. Um, 
And then after the credits, we see Arena's like assistant girl tell Arena that Soma got the highest grade Professor Chappelle has ever given, and she is pissed and ready to take him down. Um, and then Soma is still torturing Megami with squid. So, yeah, that's that show. <laughs> <laughs> There's the show. <laughs> Question. Mm-hmm. Would we consider any of, the, any of these boys in the show beautiful? Mm, I don't um, think we can give it that. Like, okay. No. Like, we don't get any, like, oh, everyone is in love with them, and Adonis just walked into the room sort of yeah, yeah, moment. So I don't think we can give it that. Okay. Yeah. Because it was I mean, beautiful Daddy dad, and Granddaddy are very <laughs> handsome. We, that's not beautiful men on the bingo card, it's beautiful boys. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, between that and overpowered student council, we just missed bingo, but... Ugh. Dang. I mean, she well, is... There she is, is a, the student council. Yeah. There is a council, but she's the only student on it, I believe. But we didn't really get... We didn't get a seat. I that think it was. counts. Yeah, I would say we can because give she, it that. if she's on the student, yeah, if she's on the student council and she has that much power. Wow, I didn't think you guys like the show that much, but really going to bat for it, you really wanted to give it bingo. Well, I, mean, I mean, no, it's I'm just a justified out. point. <laughs> All right, I get it. You love it. food wars. I won't. I'm not judging. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, are we there yet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> I so weird. It is insanely bizarre because it is just so fucking horny. But just so horny. <laughs> I think the thing that really grabbed me with this show is the philosophy of it. Of uh, just Soma being like, yes, I'm here to cook non-pretentious everyday food, but just make it delicious. And then having a bunch of fine dining chefs be like, oh, absurd, a hotted dog on a bun? <laughs> no, I wouldn't touch peasant food. It's like, no, if it's delicious, anyone can do it. Literally every person on the planet has to eat. Let's make We're it We're back to good. Ratatouille. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone can cook. Anyone can cook. Yeah. I mean, basically, uh, yeah. That that's his secret. He puts on the headband so he can hide the rat in his hair. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a tapeworm uh. or something, and he lays along his forehead. Ew. <laughs> uh, how is that worse than the show? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but I find a yeah. way. It can always be worse. <laughs> Yeah, I just thought it was fun. Like like Dugan said before, it's just very aware of itself, which was the same reason I thought Monster Musume was funny. It's <laughs> just over the top and silly, you know? I was going to make that argument of, like, that's why I like Monster Musume, because its message is, everyone's beautiful, even if you're a big old spider lady. <laughs> but it's just, yeah. it's so goddamn horny. But I mean, so is this show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it's just the degrees. Because, like, if you take away just, like, the tasting scenes, like even the tasting scenes, if this was just a regular non horny food show, we would still have those like internal Blasphemy. monologue cutaways of my God, the sensation. This is so delicious. But they just took those moments and went, can we also make them naked during that? <laughs> so like, <laughs> it would basically be the same show if it wasn't horny, which is why it still kind of works. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Wow, but what yeah. a good time we had with this <laughs> horny food show. Uh, and the food did look delicious. Mm -hmm. Looked delicious. We got delicious cartoon food, info dump, technically not incest. Uh, mm, I'd give that one time. 
<laughs> I think that one might change. <laughs> yeah, we'll get uh, there. You debated your way into overpowered student council and the gay. So Yay. we got a bingo. <laughs> perfect. Wow. Uh, that it means it's a perfect show, right? Mm. Right? Mm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what it means it means it hits a lot of tropes that's what that means <laughs> well uh, i'm surprised i'm genuinely shocked <laughs> i i live to disappoint you Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what i tell my parents every christmas the energy anyway. <laughs> i love it what we got going on next yeah. week well let me tell you i'm taking it back down a notch <laughs> uh, thank with you with something that's yep <laughs> With something that's animated in Japanese, not necessarily anime. This is cheating a little bit. Eh, it works. We're going to watch Rilakkuma and Kaoru. Ooh. We're going to watch episodes one through six because they're short boys. Mm. Oh. Little, little, little mini bites. <laughs> yeah, but I'm really hoping we get some just good old cottagecore vibes. Mm. I, I really hope it's not as horny. That. <laughs> I really I don't hope know for sure, but horny. I really hope it's not. Fingies crossed. No <laughs> we'll see. But yeah, if there's a show you would like us to watch, you can send your recommendations to us. Are we there yet at gmail.com is our email or on social media. Are we there yet on Instagram and uh, Twitter? I forgot the name of that website. Uh, <laughs> Best forgotten. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Patrick Dugan. You can find me on Instagram at Queen Period Weeaboo and on Twitter at Queen underscore Weeaboo and Queen underscore Weeaboo Art. You can find me on Twitter at ABTS Brendan. It stands for Almost Better Than Silence, which is a video game podcast I also do. And I've been streaming Persona 4 on uh, the ABTS Twitch the last week, so. Ooh. If you want to watch someone play Persona 4 quietly and then occasionally going, huh. You watch that <laughs> Perfect. That sounds like a dad stream. I mean, no one's. I'm not going to talk to myself. I'm not crazy. <laughs> uh, thank you to Camille Ruley for our artwork, and thank you to Louis Zong for her theme song stories. You can find all of Louis's music at louisong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. I'm so hungry. Keep your clothes on. Can't tell me what to do. 